0: This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragomen, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. who will bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility.
1: Hello everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Charlotte Wills, I'm a partner at Fragman here in London, and I'm joined today by my colleague and fellow partner, Louise Haycock. Hi Louise. Hello. So today we are here to talk about the substantial changes to the UK migration rules that were announced on the 4th of December, 2023. Now, the net migration figures were announced earlier in November and showed record high numbers, a 17.3% rise in work visas, particularly in the health and care visa. It has been pretty clear that the government would look to introduce policies to bring down those numbers, especially as we approach an election year next year. So, Louise, could you tell us more about what the UK government announced? Yes,
2: of course. So, the Home Secretary announced in the House of Commons that he was going to introduce a five-point plan with the aim of reducing net migration. The headline for business is that the salary threshold for sponsoring a skilled worker will rise nearly 48%. From £26,200 to £38,700, health and care workers notably are exempt. The Migration Advisory Committee will also consult business on an immigration salary discount list, which will replace the shortage occupation list that we are all used to. Now, there were further changes as well, particularly in the income required for family visas. The graduate route will also be examined by the Migration Advisory Committee and care workers will no longer be able to bring uh, dependents to the UK. And this overall will, should have the impact of bringing down that net migration figure.
1: 48% increase, that, that really is staggering. Um, and how will this impact businesses?
2: Well, you're quite right, it is a huge rise in a short period. And businesses have really relied on that skilled worker route to fill shortages whilst they're upskilling resident workers, particularly after Brexit. And the rise is so great that it's going to be felt across all sectors, I mean, particularly in construction, healthcare, manufacturing, and hospitality and there will be roles that are possibly no longer eligible for sponsorship because the wage that is paid simply doesn't meet that minimum salary threshold. A further issue for business is simply about what's still unknown. Uh, Businesses and individuals need confirmation that those who are already within the systems, already sponsored, will be protected by transitional provisions and won't be forced to leave. They'll also want confirmation that the new entrant discounts will be maintained, particularly as they are key for graduate programmes. Now, businesses are already paying huge fees for the UK. Those visa fees increased by 15% earlier this year and the immigration health surcharge will increase by 66% in January To sponsor a worker in the UK already costs over £3,500 per year, plus dependents. So it's not like sponsoring a migrant is an easy or indeed a cheap option.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, crucially for our audience, when will these changes take effect? And is there anything that businesses can do now to prepare?
2: So, you're right that businesses really do need to be planning ahead. Now, we don't know exactly when these changes will be introduced. We are told they are in spring of next year, but, but no exact date as yet. Businesses for now need to look at their data. They need to see who and what roles would have been impacted if they project backwards. They also need to look at their headcount planning. So, looking at whether or not they can bring forward moves to happen before these these changes take place. There's also looking in in more detail around workforce planning. So, could wages for certain roles be increased? Could vacancies be filled through the resident labour market? And how successful are those upskilling programmes that we all know are ongoing, are are being to fulfil those gaps within the labour market? Businesses should also be ready to engage with the government and with the Migration Advisory Committee on whether occupations could be included on the new immigration salary discount list, where the salary threshold may not apply.
1: And Louise, when we've seen previous immigration changes, we know that communication is likely to be key. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think with all change management, communication to the stakeholders will be critical. And of course, that's going to vary depending on who you are speaking to. So your current sponsored worker population and those holding graduate visas may be feeling concerned and you may want to reach out to them with some form of reassurance that you're monitoring what is going on. Line managers and recruiters are going to need to know about these changes so that they can plan their workforce into 2024. Talent and reward might need to consider how pipeline talent is is found. And of course, mobility will need to consider whether or not their policies need to be changed in line with these developments. The board, of course, need to know that everything's under control.
1: So lots of change ahead, um, lots that we know and still much that we don't yet know But I think you've shared that steps can now be taken to help, you know, navigate the changes um, as smoothly as is possible. Thank you very much, Louise. Thank you all for joining us. We'll speak soon. Thanks very much, Charlotte. Bye now. Bye.
0: The Immigration Conversation podcast is presented by Fragment the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. This episode is current as of the date of recording. With frequent changes in global immigration, be sure to keep up to date by visiting our website at www.fragomen.com and subscribing to the Immigration Conversation on your favorite podcast service to hear the latest episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any listener and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the global immigration professional with whom you work at Fragomen.